This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, today is another poignant marker. It's actually, I don't know if you realize this, guys, but it's 50 years to the day uh, when the Vietnam War formally ended with the signing of the Paris Peace Accords. And with us on the line, we have Colonel Jack Jacobs, who uh, in the, is a retired colonel in the, in the U.S. Army and a Medal of Honor recipient for his actions during the Vietnam War. Welcome to the show, Colonel. Well, thank you. Good to be on the program. So it's 50 years. It's really hard to believe. I mean, I was, I was very little when this was going on. Um, how do you think, in retrospect, history will look upon the Vietnam War, now that we have some more perspective? Well, uh, academically, of course, and from a military perspective, it's not going to look very good at all. We uh, didn't make a decision on exactly what we wanted to accomplish, never did, actually, except in the vaguest of terms. Mm. Um, We incrementalized our participation there, sending a few troops initially, and then when that didn't work, sent more. When I got to Vietnam, In 1967, there were half a million Americans in uniform there. And then ultimately uh, deciding that we really didn't know how to fight an unconventional war, and we used conventional tactics Mm. in order to accomplish it. And not surprisingly, after 10 years, we gave up. So it's. I think we learned a great deal during the war about how to wage war how to deal with unconventional conflicts, but it was it was uh, it was not a sterling use of the military instrument of power. Colonel, it's uh, this is Ed Cox. You were there during Tet, is that right? The Tet Offensive. Yeah, I was. And yep. that that the media played that up as if it was a loss, and that was sort of a break point uh, with the media. It had impact on the public, but actually, it was a victory, was it not, for American yes, forces tre- in the Vietnamese? It's a tremendous irony. A tremendous irony. The, it was it was a big mistake by General Jap, uh, who ran the uh, North Vietnamese Army. Decided that what he would do would he would do a large conventional assault, and uh, and then overrun the South Vietnamese and the Americans because they w- would have been caught by surprise. Well, everybody was caught by surprise, except that it was a complete tactical disaster for the North Vietnamese. Uh, they got turned back absolutely every, everywhere. A large number of North Vietnamese soldiers in Viet Cong were killed. And from the standpoint, from the American military standpoint, from a tactical standpoint, it was an absolute disaster for the communists, except that the American media had already tired of the war in Vietnam. Mm. And our inability to make a great deal of progress immediately seized on the, the, the North Vietnamese, just their capability to launch the attack uh, as, as a disaster for the Americans, when in actual fact it was ac- absolutely the re- reverse. And from that time on, with Walter Cronkite saying that we've lost the war and all the rest of that, it was a downhill slide. So there are two ways to look at this. From a military standpoint, the war, from our and from our standpoint, the war was not conducted in a way which would have had a high degree of success, high chance of success. From a political standpoint, at the end of the day, that's what killed our participation in the war. And then, 
we have a lot of blood on our hands. After we left in 73, uh, two years later, the North Vietnamese overran all of South Vietnam. And uh, a lot of South Vietnamese who didn't manage to escape wound up dying in, in camps. So it was, uh, you're absolutely right. The, the media seized on just the capability of the, of the North Vietnamese to launch the attack as the death knell of our uh, attempt to stabilize South Vietnam. Yeah, and the result was the re-education camps and the boat people, mm. and uh, these were the best of the South Vietnamese who were just trying to uh, uh, to get out, the boat people in, 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 in particular. Colonel, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. I want to ask you, can you say that there were lessons learned from the Vietnam experience? Yeah, I, uh, from a military standpoint, yes. I don't know about politics. That's a completely different exercise. I'm not convinced that politicians ever learn anything. But all that aside, um, from a military standpoint, we we learn to be able to distinguish between the use of the military instrument of power in an unconventional way and using it in a conventional way and the ways in which we can integrate the two in order to, to achieve success. But we also understood that we had to be able to evaluate where the the use of the military instrument these instruments would work and we didn't know that before um we learned we learned it unfortunately on the backs of more than 58,000 Americans killed uh, but but we did learn the lessons we just have to hope that we don't forget them Colonel Jack Jacobs, I want to thank you for your insights, 50 years gone, and I also want to thank you on behalf of the panel here. Thank you for your service. Well, my great pleasure. My honor to be in uniform, and thanks for having me on the program. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.